All right, welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. We've just heard Deadlights by the band Myths. I've got Leaf. I've got Quinn with me. I would love it, guys, if you could tell me a little bit about that song. Um, there was definitely an agreement that this song is inspired by horror movies. Um, the concept um, was inspired by uh, something I read comparing... Um, actually Michael Jackson's thriller video to cycles of in in abusive relationships which is interesting which is why we spell out thriller at the end there's a little nod to that but we were watching a lot of horror movies at the time together and uh, that kind of imagery um, seemed to just match so much so well with um, talking about um, abuse in relationships physical abuse that uh, it seemed like kind of a, a perfect um, world to kind of drop that message in. Horror films are really interesting in terms of women's position in, in horror and sort of their roles as the victim. And so it's the song's also about that sort of sense of victimization and um, and the the lines, you're not real, you're not really real. It comes specifically from the movie It, which was a big inspiration in this song, which is kind of hilarious. So in this one scene in It, the, the girl goes home and she thinks she sees her dead father, um, the one who used to beat her and abuse her as a child. And but it really it's it. It's it's the monster in, like pretending to be her father. So she says, you're not real, you're not really real. Oh, she doesn't say you're not really real. She says, you're not real. And, um, and then, and it's sort of this idea of, of that, uh, the abuser and the victim in those roles and that the victim gives power to the abuser um, in a way, you know, and that part of that, the way of breaking that cycle is to um, no longer acknowledge the power of the abuser and to be like, you're not real, you don't have control over me, and um, it's also about sort of the fiction of horror films and and those monsters or, or ghosts and, you know, sort of like whether you choose to believe in them, whether you choose to take on the role of the victim or what have you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can listen to your songs in the same way ever again after this. <laughs> we didn't ruin it for anybody. No, no, I mean that in a good way. Okay, good. <laughs> Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host, and I'm sitting here in the... S- well, I'm just going to say that I'm in the recording studio of Myths. And right now beside me is the skull of a dead baby. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's not. It's actually the homiest... A living room that I could expect. Anyways, guys, I would love it if you guys could introduce yourselves. I am Quinn. Hi, I'm Leaf Hall. Great. Guys, thanks for being on the show. Myths, why did you guys decide to call yourselves that? Well, uh, there is actually a real story behind it. Well, not a story, but more like um, it has particular symbolism. It's all about um, the idea of like taking different kinds of myths, like imaginary myths, um, sort of like myths within our culture, and then sort of um, exploring the ideas behind that and creating new myths to kind of critique the ones that we already embrace. Yeah, there's a lot of um, mixture of passion for politics and also a passion for fantasy and history and um, maybe even a little bit of psychology. So that kind of bridges the gap between those things a little bit for us. 
and fantasy. Fantasy. Did I not say fantasy? Did you say fantasy? I don't know. Fantasy is important, very important. We also, um, in terms of myths within our society, we have like different things we talk about in different songs, but one song, like we talk about sort of um, the myth that as a woman, you shouldn't like walk alone at, li at night. So that it's sort of like this dangerous thing that if anything bad happens to you, you know, you brought it upon yourself for walking alone at night, which is just sort of a, which is a myth, obviously. And so that sort of weaves itself into the meaning of, of uh, one of our songs. Crime is the song. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. So let's bring it a little more down to earth. And can we talk about how you guys got together as myths? Uh, we've been friends for a really long time. Uh, we, uh, I think probably one of the things that um, started Miss was going out dancing together a lot and then also uh, working on creative projects. I asked Leaf if I could make uh, costumes for one of her old bands and she said yes. And uh, it kind of brought us closer together and doing lots of creative projects until uh, at one point Leaf asked me if I wanted to do music with her. And I wasn't sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> I said yes. Yeah, and um, when we first started it was funny because I had just started making beats on Ableton Live, but obviously they weren't like shaped into the final sound that we've, we have now. But so when we started, we didn't have a studio or anything. And so we sat, in Quinn's little living room and played them off her little miniature speakers, which don't go very loud. And then basically, you know, in speaking voices, sang over top, quiet sort of little whispery things. And then it just evolved and evolved until we finally got enough space that we could scream in everyone's faces. <laughs> so I have to ask you, you're in a club, you guys are dancing together and you decide all of a sudden, I wanna make costumes for you. How do you ask that to somebody? I don't remember actually how it came about. Um, oh, for I, like when yeah. you decided to ask me to make? Yeah. Costumes? It was for I her old band Kiku Hawks, which was actually also really awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I was making costumes for myself at that time. Crazy, crazy things. It was a crazy band. My first band was... Um, Yes, not something for popular culture, but really interesting um, for like a gallery setting. And so I was already dressing up and Quinn was a fashion designer at the time and she was doing really beautiful things and um, had kind of a similar aesthetic to me and, and was really excited about the idea of making costumes for like a musical project, which makes sense so much now that she's doing it for herself. Um, but so I remember her being like, you know, I love your costumes. Let's can I make something for you? I make clothes and um, and that was great. And and the fact that it's this now, that we work together making costumes in a band is, yeah, it's it's even better. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I, uh, I actually remember though, once I made you something that was covered in fake blood and you wouldn't wear it. <laughs> James oh, wore it though. James, yeah. your bandmate wore it. So he wore the bloody furry thing. Yeah, it was a big giant fur collar splattered with blood all down the front. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want. You know, what? it's not so much the bloody fur collar, though. It's actually um, that I don't like things fully around my neck. I'm not into turtlenecks or anything. I don't mind one shoulder, but anything that goes fully around my neck, I don't like it. So it was more that the bloody furry thing is good. <laughs> 
We'll make more bloody furry things in the future. <laughs> Hi, this is Quinn Rogers of Myth. Hello, this is Leaf Hall from Myths, and you're listening to The Interview Show. We wanted to do pop music and dance music that was accessible and experimental, but also um, that was about something that was meaningful to us and like how we see the world in our, in our personal interests. Politics, feminism, um, dreams, fantasy, storytelling, aesthetics. But lyrically, we'll kind of follow kind of intuition for a little while until we uh, both reach a, a place where we kind of just agree like, oh, okay, yes, this song is about this. And, and like previously said, we agree on everything. So we have to discuss it a lot. It goes through lots of rewrites, but um, it always ends up being kind of about a, a central theme, which usually ends up being or heavy shit. <laughs> multiple central themes, usually. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. layers, layers. Yeah, it's part of the overthinking thing, which is, which I think is really a magical process, actually, because we start with an idea, and then we have another idea, and then another idea, and then they kind of weave in and out, and then it'll become this magical moment when it's fine being finalized throughout the process, when it all clicks and it makes sense, like it all fits together in this really complex way that only we can understand or lecture on for five hours per song. <laughs> Thank you.
This is Ness, and you're listening to Interview Show. It's actually oh. really good. You have good questions. I appreciate your questions. Yeah, your questions you're a good are interviewer. Well, thank you for saying that. That's nice of you guys. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. And you've just heard The Labyrinth by the band Myths. Leif, Quinn, I would love it if you guys could talk a little bit about that song. Okay. Um, that song is kind of uh, supposed to make you feel like you're in a dark forest night and it's snowing and you're surrounded by giant monsters. We sort of are the characters of the monsters. We live in mountains and we steal children and eat them, I think, is what we do. <laughs> yeah, we um, do marriage ceremonies with them and then we bury them. <laughs> but it's, uh, it is, it's like, <laughs> it does sound really dark, but um, it is actually just, uh, it's a whole story, but it's, the labyrinth is sort of a fairy tale, a, um, a metaphor, uh, there, there's monsters in a forest, but it's all really a, a metaphor for um, kind of cultural assimilation um, cultures uh, going into other cultures and taking them over taking the children away um, so there's there's a few different layers in that song um, and in this particular case we were thinking specifically of residential schools because living on the west coast that's something very relevant to um, the culture that we've uh, grown out of and so um, we just kind of this song sort of explores the nightmare that that would be to have basically, you know, these monsters come out of the forest and take you away from your family and and separate you from all that you love. And um, and so, but we've kind of taken that from a child's perspective and kind of turned it into this um, sort of a fairy tale thing. So it has a very sort of beautiful and soft and magical sort of landscape that it takes place in sort of you know embodying the mind of a child and of the fairy tale landscape of a child and then taking that and sort of investigating um the sort of horrors that um come out of these kind of colonization and destruction of uh other cultures okay but you guys said before that you guys are the monsters or playing the monsters yes we play it's um so it's from the perspective of the monsters is just kind of an interesting way, but it's like, um, it's like the landscape is the landscape of a child's fairy tale and the uh, narrator is the monsters. I just want to hear more about myths being monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, we can make some good growling sounds, so, you know, <laughs> it's part of it. <laughs> Leaf does a really great monster impression. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah, come to the show. Come to the show. I'll do one for you. Okay, so the key to understanding myths is definitely the live show. So I would love it if you guys could describe the show in your own words. Um, I guess it's in a way we try to create an entire environment. Uh, the visuals for us are really important. So we we have projected visuals. We make costumes. We make set pieces because we're trying in a way to kind of create a world um, for people to experience and I guess a lot of the time also with our use of lighting and visuals it's it's almost supposed to be overwhelming like it, to overwhelm your senses in a way 
Yeah, that's uh, yeah accurate. And then we have our costumes on. So even though we're ourselves, it's like we're ourselves in another dimension or something. And then everyone's um, you know invited to come into our dimension. And uh, yeah, it's a good time. It's uh, it's dark and things glow and uh, there's neon and there's strobe lights. It's pretty pretty fun times. It's like it's like a contemporary goth rave or something. Okay, there's a lot of shrieking at a myth show, so I was wondering how you guys deal with um, voice issues. Well, we um, actually that was something one of the things that I probably brought along in the initial uh, formation of the band was because my one before mutators was screaming like crazy all the time. So I already had learned sort of how to deal with that. Um, through uh, like researching various techniques on vocal warm-ups and these kind of things. So um, so when we first started and we realized that we were going to be screaming a lot, then um, I kind of shared some of these warm-ups. So before shows, we're totally obnoxious and we make all kinds of weird sounds together and uh, save our voices that way. Can you guys do one for me now? Shucks. You got one. Yeah. All right. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Leaf, Quinn, thank you very much for being on the show. Myths, I would love it if you could pick one track and talk a little bit about it as we bring up the music. Oh, but we have to um, discuss what track. A Prison Portraits? Sure. Okay. Oh, well, this actually fits perfectly in the theme of what we're talking about, what we've been talking about, so that's good. I, I only picked Prison Portraits because uh, I think it's, like, one of the most... I, I just like that song, <laughs> and uh, you know it's the uh, it's the one that gets you going in the morning. Um, <laughs> um, but it's actually the song is about um, uh, female identity in in the music industry and sort of um, how women uh, have sort of been used uh, as a lot of times, especially like in the pop world, you know, um, as these kind of as the image, as the image of the band, not as the musicians, not as the sort of creative uh, driving force behind the music, but as, you know, the model for the music. <laughs> and um, so we kind of, we play with that idea on that. And uh, and so the, the uh, chorus is, you know, if you know the song, it's an original, ah! <laughs> and uh, so it's basically, it's about like, it's about making original music and being a woman and being like, hell yeah, that's my beat. I made it. Yep, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that line came from people coming up to us after shows and asking us who made us beat, who made our beats, which pissed us off to no end. Because it's like, <laughs> why, why do you assume that we didn't make it? Why yeah. are you assuming that somebody else did? We make all of our beats. Nobody else does at all. All right, so we've got myths. Oh, sorry, what was the name of the song? <laughs> Prism Portraits. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much. Thanks, Scott. Hi, this is Ness, and you're listening to the interview show.